0: I'm Haley Oakes, and this is Milk Trails. A journey in the out-of-hospital birth experience. On today's show, we have parents Rosie and Noah sharing the birth story of their son at home. Their first child was born in a birth center, and after a successful natural birth, they had to transfer to the hospital for a retained placenta the second time around, Rosie and Noah felt like they were ready to give birth in the comfort of their own home. Together, they share their experience coming to the decision to plan a home birth, the fears they worked through, and of course, how it all unfolded the night of. The babes are asleep and Rosie's folding laundry. (laughs) And we're going to talk about mostly the second birth. Um, But we can talk about the first birth, the second birth, because it was a different setting than the first, and that's sometimes unusual. Usually people choose the same setting. Mm. So um, so for your first baby, you had a birth center birth, mm-hmm. and w- which your your decision in choosing a home birth will probably be telling about your birth with the first. So what mm-hmm. made you guys choose, for both of you, what made you choose a home birth? Um, Tell me if I'm mm-hmm. speaking too loudly, too. Sure, ones. Fine.
1: Ironically, <laughs> it's because I knew that I wanted my toddler to be a part of it. <laughs> Ironically, because she didn't wind up being a part of it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it was a conversation that I had with Shana. Uh, and she said, well you basically had a home birth already. A home birth is the same as a birth center birth. You just don't have the car ride. And I thought, the car ride was my least favorite part. So, and I also thought about, like, this incredible view of the city and being up on a hill and how that would just, I just had this vision of, like, having our baby with, with this view, which has become so much a part of our life Mm -hmm. and a part of our, um, like souls, I feel like since we bought the house. Mm -hmm. And so I had this like vision of a pool and the lights and for some reason I just knew it was going to happen at night. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But so that was, I think for me, that was it. That was, it was just that simple. I wanted Franny to be a part of it. And I have the vision of the lights, and the car ride sucks. <laughs>
2: yeah, the car ride was stressful for the first time. Um, yeah, we're not we're just not hospital people.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like uh, I've been to the hospital like maybe once in my whole life, maybe twice, and so the we did the birth center the first time I think because we didn't kind of have the guts to go all the way. And also we started doing our research and the first place we visited was Del Mar mm-hmm. and it was magical and we're like, okay, we're having the baby here. Mm-hmm. Um and and I think after doing it at Del Mar we were like, oh, we can totally do the full thing.
0: Have the guts to yeah. do it at huh? home. Yeah.
1: And to be totally honest, I think if the If there wasn't as much turnover at Del Mar between my first and my second, I might have had a harder time saying no to Del Mar.
0: Like all the midwives who Yeah, but yeah, there
1: were so many, like, it was have just been basically margo and you Mm -hmm. who were the same like everyone else was Mm -hmm. gone and i met with and i also i met with sarah overmeyer at the center when she she was still there and i was pregnant and it was early on and i was trying to make this decision so i was like i just want a well woman's visit so that i can just talk you don't have to hear my belly or anything i just want to talk through this and I remember there was some student midwife with us and she, and I was talking, talking, talking and the student midwife was like, well, wait a minute. What is it that makes you, like, what is it that makes you want a home birth? And I talked about Hmm. the view and the vision that, that would just be so beautiful and i got all choked up mm. and as i got all choked up i was like i'm sorry and she was like don't apologize i think you have your answer <laughs> <laughs> and I was this like, is a student
0: yeah and you're like you have just become a licensed network yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to keep Graduated. and
2: then meeting sarah because because sarah had delivered kate's baby and kate was our dual the first time right and we met with Sarah and it was like and then she was like oh my backups will be either Margo or Haley mm-hmm. yeah like,
1: she kind of and we're
2: like so it'll be like all of the same team
1: yeah it'll be and the birth center at your house yeah if that was be
2: the, the birth center at yeah. our house. um
1: and, and so, she also was like Jewish and from Chicago and I felt like we were family the mm-hmm. minute I met her I was mm-hmm. like oh god <laughs> yeah you have to you have to bring this new baby Earthside with me
0: mhm And, um, were there any sort of like, even though you felt like you had the guts to do it at home, was there a new set of fears that had come up for you guys that you didn't think about or? Yeah. Um, it's interesting. This
1: pregnancy, I, before I heard the first heartbeat, I had a dream that the baby was stillborn. Do you remember that? And so the entire pregnancy I was so afraid that that everything was going to go perfectly and that something was going to happen and the baby was going to be born and that we that it would have been that if we were at a hospital or closer to a hospital Mm. that everything you know I don't even want to say it because it's Mm. just terrible but so yeah I had and and I never had any fears like that when I was pregnant with Franny like the only fear the only fear I had when I was pregnant with Franny is that I was gonna have to transfer to the hospital ironically enough mm-hmm. and I did
0: mm-hmm.
1: postpartum, but um I don't know if it's considered postpartum, I guess, but whatever. Um, but this time I was so, I had I was like remember how I was so afraid something was gonna be wrong with the baby and I think I, I think it was like. I had this healthy little girl at home and I just felt so amazingly lucky that she was, like, thriving mm. and that it's almost like, well, why why was it so easy? It was so easy for me to get pregnant a second time. And I have so many friends who are still struggling to get pregnant their first time mm. or friends who had their first child and are having miscarriages now. And so the whole pregnancy, I was just so nervous that, like, the second shoe was going to drop or something that like some, I, I you know, w- where's my
0: hard time? There's mm. it's, it, it's all happened too easily. Mm-hmm. That's I often say that to most clients that <clears throat> everyone has a hard place somewhere that they don't expect. And whether it's the conception, the pregnancy, the birth or the postpartum breastfeeding slash healing mm. that everyone gets it somewhere. And you're most, it's almost meant to happen to that's the point that you become a mother and become a father like that's the breaking point um and some people fly by without being touched but that's truly the exception and and you know perhaps like in your situation it was you know the transfer after after franny's Mm. birth the unexpected part but how did you how did you work through that like fear of of stillbirth i mean because i'm assuming that 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 led up all the way to the birth and even through the labor and birth. Yeah.
1: Actually once uh, once I was in labor, I had the only, my only fear was the placenta was not going to detach again. I mean, oh my god. One because the baby was so incredibly active mm. through the whole labor and through pushing and
0: everything. You I could feel him yeah, kicking and
1: yeah. Wow. I actually I have the birth on video. Because Kate did it. Because Kate oh is insane. Oh my gosh! And there's She's snuck it. And there's a moment after he, after he crowns and his head comes out, where she says, "Okay, just hold that." And you know she repositions me to leave more space, and I have this moment and. It's like a quiet moment where I'm taking a rest and then all of a sudden you hear me say, "Oh my god, the baby's moving." Like I could feel him moving and Sarah was like, "Yep, baby's doing their part of the job." And I was like and I I remember it's interesting. I have a very vivid memory of the last push with Franny hmm. and and I have... And that's the memory I have of him was the moment when his head was out of me and his body was inside of me. And I felt him move. It was... That's amazing. So, so, I mean, through the pregnancy, I dealt with that fear just by, like... I journal a lot. So I think that was a big way that I've, I dealt with it. And I talked really openly with Sarah about it. Um, and she... And she... Close to the, one of my final appointments, she was like, I expressed all of those things that I just said about everything's gone so easily. Mm -hmm. And she said, okay. And she's a numbers girl, you know? And she was like, okay, well, I just pulled up your chart and I'm looking through all of your numbers, all of your blood draws, all of everything. I, there is absolutely like looking at the ultrasound, she's Mm -hmm. like, and I'm studying this all right in front of me. And I, There is nothing to indicate that there is going to be any, you know, abnormality or malformity or Mm -hmm. or danger Mm -hmm. or health risk with this baby. And so, and you know, she just had to keep telling me that and and talking about it. I'm not a person who doesn't talk about their emotions and their feelings, mm-hmm. and so I talked about it a lot with people. And I remember one girlfriend said that her mom said the same thing when she was pregnant with subsequent babies after the first. Mm. Every time she had another baby, she was convinced mm. that like there would be something wrong because it's like you have a healthy child, so of course you're like, okay, you know, yeah. Hungry.
0: Do you think it has something to do with if if you've had dreams that have turned out to be true that like yeah. that you <laughs> potentially could have like the power to, you know? Yeah, I think for sure.
1: So with Franny, Jeremy tell me. Yeah. Story? So with Franny, like a couple months before I was pregnant, I I had this dream that like no one I've been we've been discussing that we were going on this trip to Italy and we were like and I said this is my last hurrah like I want to do this crazy trip it was amazing and I said mm-hmm. I, I want to get let's get pregnant in Italy and it was this like joke right <laughs> but that's
2: what happened but it actually
1: <laughs> but it actually happened wow well,
0: um, it's all the pasta we
1: were in no we were in Italy for like 15 days and I got my period the day that we got there my god yeah, yeah so the I was end like end of your cycle was and all I was Italy like, I was like literally like this is actually we can do this like this is yeah um so anyway a couple months before we went to Italy I had this dream and I wrote I wrote down the whole dream and it was basically the scene at the hospital after my placenta didn't detach and it was you know abstract and not clear comp- like you couldn't tell it was a hospital but it was just a moment where there was a baby in a carrier and some sort of a thing that and I wasn't holding the baby, and it was my baby, and it was a girl, and she had Noah's eyes, and I couldn't. I was freaking out because I was like, "We should be doing skin to skin. I should be holding her." And after the um, after we transferred, I remember looking over, and Franny was like in the car seat, and I remember just having this moment of like, "I should be doing skin to skin," and it didn't hit me until you know weeks later when I was still healing emotionally from the transfer and from all of that happening that I thought whoa that was my dream and I like went back to my journal and I was like looking for it because I was like did it happen before was that a cry okay did it happen before our trip to Italy or what and so we like I checked and I saw the journal and or I I found the the journal entry Mm -hmm. and um and it, sure enough it was like 2 months before our trip I wasn't pregnant and so it yeah so yeah like having having that come true and the whole pregnancy I was I knew I was having a girl like I knew it because I I just kept telling people well I had this dream before I got pregnant that we had a girl so I feel like it's a girl and we didn't know until we had her mm-hmm. so I think for sure that definitely informed the fear of like and I had the dream of the stillbirth the night before we met Sarah, so wow. she came to the house to meet us, and it was supposed to just be a meet and greet. And I woke up the morning of, and I told Noah about the dream, and I was like, I'm freaking out. And he mm-hmm. was like, I was like, I want to call her and ask her if she'll bring her doppler, because she wasn't, it wasn't, you know, a visit. It was mm-hmm. just. And he was like, Well, she's a midwife. She's gonna <laughs> understand if you're honest with her. So I, I called her, and I was like. All right. I don't know if I texted, whatever, but mm-hmm. I I said, you know, I had this awful dream that it was stillbirth. I know this is totally not, you know, why you're coming, but would you bring your doppler so that we could hear the heartbeat? And she was like, absolutely, mm. without question, absolutely, we can listen in, and and we have a video of that <laughs> because we're we're a videoing family, <laughs> but you can just see like the the relief, and every time we heard that heartbeat, it was I was like, oh.
2: Yeah, my only real fear the second time was was the placenta again. Because mm-hmm. that first time was super traumatic and mm-hmm. crazy for me. Because mm-hmm.
0: um, you had to drive Franny to the hospital yeah. while.
2: So Rosie left with Shayna and. There's a fly. There's a fly buzzing around. Uh, Rosie left with Shayna and Kate, Kate to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And you helped me put Francesca in her car seat. And I brought her to the car, and then I had to drive her 20 minutes to the hospital. And we hadn't named her yet. And I was just like, hey, baby, it's okay. You're okay. Everything's fine. Mama's fine. And then I had to, like, call her Also telling yourself that. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, So that was really my only worry. Because before Francesca, I had a million worries. Mm. I was, like, a ball of anxiety and stress.
1: Yeah, he's traditionally in our relationship... He's the worrier. I'm I'm not a big I wasn't, worrier.
2: I, the second time, I wasn't worried. I just felt like we've done this, and we're doing it, like, even more... Uh, even more crunchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're just, like... Doing, your style, like, and we're yeah. just,
0: like, home. Yeah,
2: we're, we'll be at home. Like, we're gonna be... We're, we'll be at homes, like, with a team of amazing women who we trust, and it's gonna be great.
0: hmm And so, for the fear of the placenta issue happening again at home how did you guys work through that you just sort of had to like trust like we'll figure it out in the moment
1: i did a lot of envisioning like visioning work um sarah also you know we talked i mean i think it came up in every single Mm -hmm. prenatal visit with her um and she and i i just keep through the whole pregnancy I kept remembering the thing that she said was it could happen again you because it happened once for you you have a 10% chance of it happening again and she said but that means you have a 90% chance that it's not gonna happen again and sure it's a couple it's a few percentage higher but it's still a
0: 90% yeah. chance
1: and something that actually i think the when i started to really let go of that fear was when i i went down a rabbit hole of googling during one of my insomnia mm. prenatal whatever pregnancy nights and i went down this rabbit hole and i found all of these um these forums with women and of course they were all they were all overseas they're all like uh-huh. in Europe because they all have midwives and home right. births but they were all like oh you know my placenta didn't detach with my first one wondering if that if what are the odds of that happening and has anybody had a second whatever and then you'd see like all the women who are like
0: it happened right. with my first didn't <laughs> happen with my
1: second third or fourth it didn't happen with my first, it happened with my second. And so I actually did not read one woman who said that it happened again. Interesting. And and, and you know what? And so I stopped reading. <laughs> I was like, that's the information I was looking for. I don't wanna look for the mm-hmm. outcome that i don't want to happen right so i just left it at there and i was like well it didn't happen again for any of those women so it's not going to happen again for me and that really you know sometimes the internet really can
0: help <laughs> <laughs> give us peace of mind <laughs> the World Wide web yeah connects you to all those british women Thank who God. said it's all right um so going back a little bit to pregnancy as a second time mom um what would be your words of wisdom for staying healthy in the pregnancy as prep for the birth and the baby and and this means i mean we've talked about a little bit like emotionally and and but but also when you have a a little one running around that was how is that this pregnancy different of connecting and (coughs) bonding and then also preparing for (laughs) it was hard (sighs)
2: Uh, Everyone's just going (laughs) to hear Audrey, go to your bed, honey.
1: Go to your bed. She went out before you got home, too, so she's just being needy. She's okay. She's like, no, she's like, are you talking about having another one? Because I have something to say about her. I remember this woman. Oh,
0: yeah, exactly. Well, you
1: weren't here for the birth, Audrey. Um, So, wait. Right. So... Oh, God. I think, unfortunately for me, I think the hardest thing in the world for me was I could not stay hydrated Mm. to save my life. I mean, it was 700 degrees in L.A. last summer. It was the worst summer of all time, and it stayed 700 degrees until the end of October. And I just could not... I mean, I didn't want to get up to get water every Mm -hmm. five minutes, and I also didn't want to have to stop to pee, and I was carting her around, and um, that... I was not good about that piece.
0: And how did you feel when you weren't hydrated? Like, how did that stick out for you?
1: Yeah, I would get really terrible headaches. Um, Something else would happen. Oh, I would get these sores on the inside of my mouth. Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: It happened with Franny's pregnancy, too, but we pinpointed it to a low vitamin C intake. Um, but, yeah, I would get, like... They just were, like, on my, on my tongue. Just so weird. So interesting, yeah. Um, and... Wait, will you read the question again? Because I would had a
0: thought after you read it and... Just the, you know, how to stay healthy in pregnancy, but also how different, you know, how, how to also bond with this baby oh, inside right. when I you have a toddler running around. and.
1: So I tried to, like, do some baths at home. I try, I, I, I also, I crochet. Mm-hmm. And so at night after Franny would go to bed, we'd, you know, put the TV on and I, I would work on the baby's blanket. And I made them the same exact blanket but different. Yeah. It's, um... It's like a granny square blanket, and so the colors are all the same, but mm-hmm. none of the squares are the same. So I think that was a, a part of the bonding. It was also, like, talking about the baby coming with Franny mm-hmm. um, was really special. Um,
2: she, mm-hmm. like, got it.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I Because how, how old is Franny? She's t- tw- 26 months mm-hmm. now. but she was 20 months when baby came or 21 21 months 21 months 21 months months. yeah but I mean she she like early on
2: because we talked about it every day we Mm -hmm. explained it every day with her
1: I watched birthing videos with her because I just didn't know and so I didn't want I wanted her to see what it was going to be like
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um so but also um Noah is amazing and he booked me a hotel alone in in the (laughs) fancy marina del rey (laughs) a night by the water right but um so it was like I think it was was it September or October. I don't remember. I think
2: it was late September. It was.
1: And I took. It was only one night, but like I left in the morning. I went and got a massage, Mm. and then I, you know, went into this hotel room and I crocheted the whole time. (laughs) I watched terrible movies and crocheted and took a bath and did like a face mask and that was like I really I felt. In those in that like chunk of time that those two days and night i i really i took a lot of time and i journaled and i um, and i really connected with the baby mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. like and that was really really good for me because it is hard to split your attention and and the mommy guilt is real mm. like the minute that I would try to split my attention, I would immediately think, oh my God, but her whole life is, her whole world is going to change. And forget, forget this, this baby's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. I
0: still with me right yeah, now. it's still,
1: it, this baby can't get closer to me if it tried. Oh, you wow. know, and so that was,
0: yeah. But the self-care is important in pregnancy and it's doing that very thing of having the time and space to, for yourself, you know, of doing like the bath and the mask and the crochet that everyone sort of, not everyone, but a lot of people will have more time for the first time. Yeah, yeah that that kind of quickly goes away after I can't that. I even
2: remember what I did with Franny on that day. Cassie <laughs> came remember. over. Oh
0: yeah. I ordered room service. It was That's just like you know. I hope you were in a robe. I hope oh, like yeah. yeah. The whole night we like, like, like
2: talked. I remember talking to you and like asking all about it, and you were like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go." <laughs>
1: like. I this need is my, like, this is my time you, you called me or you yeah texted I called me. you after <laughs> cranny
2: was asleep and I was like
0: oh yeah giving
2: you all the updates on the minutiae of my day right. like okay
0: yeah I don't want to hear about this it was, I'm enjoying my spot <laughs> And it was even funny because it's
1: like once you become a mom oh buddy um once you become a mom you're um what been an hour exactly okay from the first cry out?
0: No, from okay. going down. Okay. Because you wake up at one hour? It's Often. a oh, trend yeah. that's yeah. been
1: happening. Um, like So once, I feel like once you become a mother, it's so, there's just a constant um, Rolodex of things that you need to do. Mm-hmm. And so... When I had this time away, I was like, I want to do this and I want to do that. and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I want to do this. And, to... and I wanted to, like, I was going to listen to hypno babies and I was going to do this and that. And I got in the tub and I was like putting on hypno babies. And immediately I was irritated and I was like, okay, but just calm down and just listen to it. It's good for you. It's good mm-hmm. for the baby. And, and I was just like, F that. Mm-hmm. You know what? This is my time. And if I don't want to listen to hypno babies, I'm not going to listen to Hypno Babies. Hypno Babies rebel. Yeah. yeah. So I turned it off. Good.
0: And I put on Beach House instead. Yeah. Way better. Way, way more, more relaxing. relaxing. <laughs> exactly. Oh. And,
1: and so it was like taking that moment to be like, no, this is like, this is self care. Yeah. Yes, you're taking time to bond with the baby, but this isn't even about the baby. Like, this is about mama and what mm-hmm. mama
0: needs. Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, but even when I was, like, in that environment doing this thing that was, this is the point of it, I still had to remind myself and give myself permission to just disconnect from what the mother should be doing in this Right, moment. and it's
0: like, what does Rosie want to do? Yeah. To indulge what an and <laughs> not feel guilty about it. And it's amazing, though, that we have to, like, yeah, send you across town <laughs> and, you know, to kind of put you away to, in order to... yeah. And gla- glamorous. glamorous, glamorous Marina Del, Marina Del Rey. <laughs> but I mean, it's hard to do that. I think day to day, but especially as a mom, because there is such that like thing of giving, giving, giving that we were talking about earlier is like. But you know, you can't give if you have nothing to yeah. give. If you're tapped out, so yeah. Well done, Noah. I'm getting that hotel room, and well done yeah. for putting on beach house instead yeah. of babies. <laughs> yes, beach house. Uh, um. Alright, so in choosing to birth at home, I'm assuming most of your family and friends sort of expected it because they, you already did a birth center birth, but was this a big friends. shock for people, your community?
1: Um, it, I don't think it was a shock, but there was a lot of worry mm-hmm. because of the transfer the first time. Um, I rem- we were home for a visit for like two weeks and my and we were in the car with my dad. We'd had a forty-five-minute drive to the airport, and he <laughs> waited until we pulled into the airport. No, and he said to me, "So, you know, why, why, why are you why home birth? You need to
2: tell me some more about this home birth."
1: Yeah, he was like, "Why?" And I'm like, "Well, there's we don't now we do not have enough time to cover." Wow. it. but you know, and then my stepmom who by the way has never had any children mm-hmm. but is an expert on the subject. Mm-hmm. Naturally. Yes. Um she said she said, you know, I think your father and I are just a little worried about, you know, you having to go to the hospital and and that happening again. And I was like, I come and I you know, what are you gonna do? I, I met them where they were at and I said I I completely understand your concern, and I told them everything that we talked about earlier. That everything Sarah said about the transfer, possibly possibility, and what I the research I had done, and it just you know it is what it is. Like Mm -hmm. this is the decision we've made. Um, This didn't come up when you were deciding a birth center birth. This kind of like there was, you know what's interesting is. Everybody was worried with the birth center except my father. My hmm. father, you know, he said my dad was born in Italy, and he and I said, you know, because there's this need to break it to the family that you're uh-huh. not going to do it the way. I don't know if other people had that, but I for sure. So you're this like need. the
2: California hippie to your family, who's all in Rochester. Right, but
1: <laughs> so I felt this need that I like needed to like tell everyone. Well, we're going to do this a different, a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad, his response was, was, well, I was born in the basement of a church, so... You saw, <laughs> I'm fun. And he's like, you saw the church I was born in basement. There wasn't even a hospital, you know, where my wow. dad was born. I've been to the town. Wow. So, and the closest hospital was, like, an hour away, so... It's so and, interesting. And that actually with when I was for my first pregnancy that actually made me feel even more tied to that decision hmm. it, it made me feel a connection to my grandmother hmm. um
2: which is why it was so funny that he was the one person that like called us out <laughs> <at his birth.
1: laughs> I feel like yeah. he was really sure it was a boy and he doesn't have any grandsons so <laughs> he was like wait a minute but this could be the this could be right. the only, my exactly. only chance at a grandson
0: <laughs> the bloodline yeah
2: oh and God. I don't think anyone I don't think anyone in our friend like community was really surprised.
0: Nah. Um,
2: and then my mom had both me and my brother at home.
0: Ah, Okay. Um. So. That was a no-brainer to tell your family. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, there was there was like, to we should touch on my mom since she was here for the birth. Uh huh. Um, we had lots of conversations about it before she came in, and even during her stay because I was two weeks late and she came a week before my due date because I was so sure I was going to go early.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, <laughs> but so we had many conversations while she was in town and to the point where I even said, if you if you are not comfortable with this choice, I understand, but then you really shouldn't come unless we need you to come and take Franny. Mm-hmm. And,
2: she was staying in an Airbnb. Yeah.
1: She, so um so that was we had a lot of conversations to that effect and she came to all the last you know three prenatal appointments that I had with Sarah Mm -hmm. and she wound up really like loving her and I think after the second appointment was when my mom kind of said to me I get it Mm. and I and I I, th- I totally I trust her and, and and I think it's because Sarah opened up the floor to her at one point. I I had to go to the bathroom and piano stick or something. <laughs> this one does. It was one of those things, yeah. and um, I came back in and I heard them talking about the placenta thing, uh-huh. and so my mom was like, "Well, I I was." <laughs> I thought, Mom, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And she said, well, I just, I had some concerns, and I just wanted to ask her. And then we came home, and she told me, she said, I really like her, and I really, I needed her. I needed to hear what she had to say about that. And she said, I'm sure you've had a million conversations with her about it, but I hadn't heard them. And I just, and she, you know, felt a lot better. And then when it came down to it, um, we... We got into a terrible argument. Your mom? You and your mom? <laughs> the night I went into labor. Oh, my goodness. About... Well, so we had well, got I to say what, but... <laughs> we did, like, a refresher course with Britta uh-huh. Bushnell for baby number two. And one of the things that she had said was she said, if your mother's going to be there, you need to talk to her and tell her what to expect. Yes, she had her babies. No, she's never watched another woman in labor, and... No, she's never watched her daughter in labor so you need to prepare her for the sounds you might make for the things you might say for you know just like the
0: partners do and just like kids would
1: and so that's totally appropriate i was having that conversation with my mom and you know let's be fair i was like almost forty two weeks yeah. past <laughs> due, and well, I was forty two weeks pregnant. Right, forty two yeah. weeks past due. I was, I was almost, the longest pregnancy. I was almost two weeks past due, and it, and I was exhausted, and you know, wanting it to happen as much as everybody else was, and. We'd already had the conversation a few times, so it was the night I was going into labor, and I just had to really mm-hmm. drive it home mm-hmm. because I just I didn't want. Or if she, I didn't want her to feel like she was, she had to come mm-hmm. because, I if if we didn't if we needed her for Franny we could have just called her at that point, and um and I said but you let me know like if you don't if you're not comfortable with it it's totally fine but I want you to go back to the Airbnb right now, and I want you to think about it and let us know and then we will we will follow your lead I'm happy to have you here but you have to know that you're going to be okay with whatever that means. And she's and she told me later on after the baby was born that she called my aunt who was in the room when my cousin had her second. And my aunt said to her, "It's the most amazing thing in the world. I'm going to get emotional oh. <laughs> to watch your daughter bring life into this world." And you're probably not going to get another chance to do it. And my mom was like, "Okay." Wow. She was great
2: when she was here. I was, <clears throat> I was a little worried. She, she has kind, of, she can, tend towards like a nervous energy.
0: Well, she's a and, mom.
1: <laughs>
2: and I was really, well, I was just worried. Like, I felt like my job second time around was like, I'm the protector of the vibe. Totally.
1: Like absolutely <laughs> because I need a protector of my vibe and labor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: well, you were fine, but <laughs> yeah, I, I keep the room at the same place yeah, exactly. I'm at. At <laughs> but least I
2: tried. But I, like our first, our first yeah. experience was very magical and I didn't want to have this like nervous. And I was very concerned with like a nervous energy mm-hmm. and, but she was amazing and I'm glad she was here. And like, just for me, it's like I'm, like, the one guy, and it's, like, Sarah, you, Kate, Rosie, Rosie's mom, and then Anna taking pictures, and I'm just, like, I'm just, I am just here.
1: Just humbled. To, I'm
2: just holding space here mm-hmm. because I, all of these amazing women have got this. Mm. Um, I'm just here to be the butt of my wife's jokes while she's <laughs> <laughs> going through her labor comedy routine.
0: which it truly was I mean we should just go into the birth because it was it was amazing and it was but but um yeah so tell me tell me you know when exactly you went into labor and from that point on so I had I went into like post-argument pre yeah post-argument
1: well I went into kind of pre-labor the night before okay and then I woke up and everything kind of stopped and my, my mom took Franny to the park so that we could see if we could ramp it back up and nothing, you know, we went on a walk and we did whatever, but it's hard cause you also, you know, it's upon you. So you also kind of want to like preserve your energy. Mm-hmm. Kate had given me some hip opening stretches and things like that, that I was doing, but mostly I was just kind of like relaxing and trying to get into a zone and then Franny came home and my mom was, my mom kind of said that she was gonna go to her Airbnb early after the argument. Mm-hmm. And we sat down to dinner and I like looked at the clock and I was like watching it and I thought I'm having cramping and it's rhythmic for sure. It's not like crazy, but mm-hmm. this is like, this is rhythmic. Mm-hmm. and <clears throat> So I kind of like gave Noah a nod and I was, and I told him and we had to give Franny a bath, and by this time, it was definitely, like, they were contractions. Wait,
2: is that when she took the bath with you?
1: You always do this! <laughs>
2: you
0: ruined. the... <laughs> I do this whole build-up. I haven't done that in years. And then he <laughs> just sucks it you know, it's, it's a little it's a little team it's a little duo it's like you deliver and oh, then you're gonna do the
1: little I literally you know, just had to remember. we've mem-
2: dealt with
0: this
1: issue and couples constantly <laughs> I want you to know every <laughs> time oh, it's hilarious so I anyway. just I
2: genuinely just remembered it. and I apologize one of the most for magical ruining times your times
0: of my life so I was gonna say was she acting like different or no, didn't want to do anything but she wasn't she was totally like pretty chill
1: yeah. I, and I wasn't like I mean, it's happening sure. tonight you know I just kind of said to know, I was like I'm having cramps and it's every seven minutes and, and then we started getting her ready for her bath and then I kind of was like oh they're coming every five minutes and they're definitely getting stronger I could still talk through them and you know everything was okay but I knew like this is it and then Franny looked Franny was in the bath and she like looked up and she was like I want mama, I want mama. And I was like, you want me to get in the bath with you? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> and so I got in the bath with her, and I was, like, having contractions in the bath. That's
0: incredible. She had no
1: idea, you mm-hmm. know. like, but it, And it felt so amazing, of course, to, like, be in the warm water. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she finished her bath, and Noah got her out, and then I got out. And um, we got her ready and in bed. And, I mean... I would say within a half hour of her being asleep, I remember I was like, okay. I was like, okay. Um, I took my calm and I I took, I think I took a Benadryl, (laughs) (laughs) which was pointless Um, at that point. But so I, and that's when we, I I was like, I'm just going to, in my head, I was like, I'm just going to do exactly what I did with Franny. So I got in bed, I put on the hypno babies and I'm laying in bed. And I was just like, I couldn't get comfortable mm-hmm. i couldn't and i and that was different than with franny i had a very slow ramp up with with franny so this this one i was like i couldn't get comfortable i hated i couldn't be on my side i couldn't I, like i had to keep moving mm-hmm. i was really because and you know in hindsight i it was progressing far quicker than and i and they tell you that mm-hmm. right? everybody tells you it's gonna go quicker but it didn't matter. I still kept thinking of these, of these like, placeholders in time with Franny, and I kept thinking of where I was at and thinking, oh, well, we still haven't done that. I still haven't, Interesting. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: Um.
1: And so at one point, I think it was, like, 9.30 or 10 o'clock, Noah was like, do you think we should send out the email to, like, we had a pre-made email so that people would, like, light a candle and keep mm-hmm. us in their thoughts and I was like no not yet and then I was like five minutes later I was like yeah I think so and so like, oh. and Anna was a part of that so I was like should I text Anna no I was like yeah and so I texted Anna and I was like I'm pretty sure it's happening and I remember she like texted me back and said why are you texting me <laughs> And I thought I don't know I thought you were going to take pictures <laughs> and i was and then i and then i finally ended it with her and i said listen whether you come or not Mm. i love you very much i I totally understand where you're at because she was like 20 weeks pregnant and so sick and with a toddler at home telling me she's gonna like drive an hour to take incredible photos of my birth Mm -hmm. and so i i said kate will be in contact with you from here on out and so do i just go into the whole
0: thing yeah and is sarah alerted at any point and so, yeah. I was texting, texting with, Sarah with Sarah and the whole time. Kate yeah, and yeah, yeah.
2: updating them and every it, little thing and change. And they were like, okay.
0: And this is what time now? Like 10? This is like about oh, 10 o'clock, I yeah. think, right? I, or,
2: I, yeah, I, I can't. Yes. I should have. I can't remember re- I, what time. I, wrote, Kate, I have my birth story written, I can't written what Do you
0: write the birth story down after you the journal? Good. Oh, yeah. But I should have read it earlier today.
2: I can't but remember what time Kate and Sarah came over. Was it like 1230 or was it earlier? Cause he was born at two thirty, right? Two thirty six. They
0: must have been over here earlier. Yeah. Maybe like they were here. I here got at here ten at
1: Yeah,
2: they were here at ten thirty. They were.
1: So then, the email went out before then. So it was probably, I mean, it was probably like an hour after she went down. So it was probably like eight eight thirty that we started sending mm-hmm. the email and whatever. Wow, it's crazy to think of how quickly it progressed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then so.
2: Yeah, like it's crazy to think it's eight thirty right now, and we you guys could, were. Yeah. Like, six
1: hours from now, we had a baby. And I—we—and so we
0: were—Noah was
1: doing—you
0: were waiting for them to do the whole pool, the tub, and everything— Did you have your, like, heart set on having a water birth?
1: I did, because I didn't have one with Franny. And I'm a Pisces, and Mm -hmm. Noah's a Pisces, and I knew this baby was going to be a Scorpio, so I was like, this baby's coming in the water.
2: (laughs) And also your vision for your home birth was the tub in front of the window looking out over the view.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) I had
2: also blown the tub up prematurely three weeks earlier, Uh so it was sitting inflated in the garage.
0: (laughs) did Franny ever want to get in it? She never no. even. I don't think she realized what it was. Yeah, a- she's like, actually, hmm, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, she's like, whatever.
1: <laughs> um,
2: so Sarah and Kate came over.
1: So Sarah and Kate came, and and, and it was that was a treat because we didn't know if Kate was gonna. Be at the birth of course because she was only like three months postpartum and she's not really doing doula work mm-hmm. anymore but you know the whole pregnancy sarah was like she ain't got she's a birth junkie she ain't gonna miss <laughs> your birth and i was like well i don't want to put any pressure on her oh. um but she but it was like the minute that they showed up it just felt like it felt like a party, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's like just, my
0: girls are here. Yeah,
1: and they and they're so close. Like it just felt so good, and so, um, they both just like set up shop. Your mom
2: came over at twelve thirty.
1: Okay, so they both just set up shop. I was having, a, interestingly enough, with my first labor, I hated being on the toilet. Hmm. And this labor, I just wanted to be on the toilet the whole time, and we got one of those squatty potties in preparation, um, but I want I hated doing them standing mm-hmm. with Franny, and I hated doing them on the toilet. All I wanted to do was the peninsula. This time with Shy. I just I did so many um, of my contractions with Noah holding me up on the peninsula and on the toilet. That mm. was like. Did you feel I more
0: wanted. pressure earlier on with him? Do you think that's why you yeah. like the toilet?
1: Yeah, I think so. I remember I remember at one point Noah was on the phone with Sarah and he was like trying to differentiate what, what the pressure was and what I was feeling. And I kind of said like, I, I was like, he's like, well, do you feel like you have to poop? And I was like, I don't. I don't like that didn't doesn't resonate Mm -hmm. with me with either pregnant Mm -hmm. without either labor it never really felt like that but I was like I definitely feel like I want to push like I feel like my body is pushing and so that was when I think
2: that was when Sarah was like okay we're coming
1: yeah that's when Sarah was like okay we're coming over and I was like and because I think that whole conversation started with me saying no they shouldn't come yet they shouldn't come yet and then me saying maybe they should come yeah and I had no idea what time it was. Even. And
2: I also remember, I remember when they showed up at ten thirty, thinking.
1: I was apologizing to them. I mm-hmm. was like, "I feel so bad. You're here so
0: early. This is crazy." And they were Franny so cool was about born
2: it. at six thirty in the mor- six thirty at night the following night after going through labor the night.
0: Wait, say that again. For so, so
1: when I went, I went into labor at like ten o'clock at night with Franny, and oh, she wasn't right. born until the following yes. evening at six thirty. Yeah.
2: So when they came over at ten thirty, it was like. Yeah, and this can be a long
1: night. <laughs> I remember I was a pa- I was so apologetic. I was like, "You're here so early. I'm so sorry." And Sarah was like, "I mean, she was like, no, you know, we're." And she wasn't like, "It's gonna happen quicker this time." You know, mm-hmm. she was just like, "No, we're just. I like to be really early. I like to, I like to." And I and I thought, you know, I get that. Like, <laughs> I'm down like- with that. I- it's felt like I'm showing up at her place. Like she's got to like do her whole thing. Oh my god! And she d- and like she set up all her stuff and then. I don't remember if Anna arrived for, before you or if you Yeah, were, before. But it was around the same time, I think. Yeah. So then Anna arrived, and I didn't know. Oh. And so when she showed up, I mean, we went through our pregnancies together for our first one, and and we actually met at a prenatal yoga class before the birth class that we were in together. I didn't know that. And her phone died, and she was trying to look something up for to pay. Pe- like that she had paid for the class and I let her use my phone we happen to have our mats next to one another and I we really like got along and then randomly she wound up in our birth class and I was like wait we met at that and so we started we walked the reservoir together weekly while we were pregnant like we were super like we really felt like a sister connection um
2: they were the first people to come over after Francesca was born mm, and like sit with us and we didn't tell them your placenta didn't detach because we didn't uh, want to freak yeah, them out. Yeah, I didn't want to. remember I just,
0: that. Did which you, I thought was really awesome. It just wasn't
1: something you just don't do that. Yeah. Well, I, that, some people do, but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, so when she showed up, I remember just like feeling this wash of like, this is, it's, this is going to be the birth that I imagined. Mm. Like, it's going to be everything that I wanted it to be. And it's funny because I feel like I read a lot. People say that, you know, the second birth, they want to heal the, I don't want to say wounds, but for lack of a better word, the wounds of their first birth. And I definitely felt like her showing up and then you showing up because I I thought it was going to be Sarah Obermeyer. Uh. And so when you showed up, oh. I was like, what?
0: And It's and and, like another surprise, yeah. a surprise party. And Sarah Howard yeah. was like,
1: oh, I forgot to mention. Sarah O'Moyer is on a plane right now. And I was like, okay. I, I mean, I was like, whatever. But um, so it felt very much like, oh, my gosh, like, this is, this is, I'm going to get the birth that I dreamed of.
0: With that, we're going to take a break. Please join us for part two of Rosie and Noah's home birth story.